chanson. The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Ah, welcome back, Popo Nation. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report. This is it, Lupe. Oh my God, I can't believe it's been another decade. Wow. That's it, man. We're not getting any younger, are we? Yeah, but we still look great. Hey, we look great. We got the number one podcast in Chicago, the Popo Report. Y'all better be listening to that (laughs) at WLSAM.com. There you go, buddy. So, Popo Nation, this is the best of. You don't want to miss this one. Right, Loop? We got some best of everything. Best of funky crime and punishment time around the nation. Best of crime and mayhem. A lot of best of from Florida. Ah, uh, we Your love Florida. Favorite. Yes, we do. This is the one. This is the this one. Else, bad man. Man goes to meet woman for date. Man answers door and stabs him. You know when you hook up on Match dot com or Facebook or wherever you hooking up these days, right? You don't expect to get stabbed when you go to meet your, you know, your new future wife. It, it doesn't. It doesn't get any simpler than that. <laughs> and, I, and on a Sunday evening after church, right? I mean, you know, I got a new girl. This is new. It's exciting. I'm, my heart's pitter pattering a little bit in my chest, right? And I show up, and some dude's there, and he stabs me. You know what? It seems inherently unfair. I think it'll be a good idea, in, 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 in however you arrange these dates, to get a background check. Yeah, but even your, if you background her, you yeah. don't know the crazy well, ex-husband no, boyfriends you, in the house, right? Yeah, well, no, you're not going to know or, everything. Or maybe second cousin who you know you're is romantically know, inclined. You're going to get some propensities, okay? You're going <laughs> to, you know, you're going to. You might glean hey, something. Loop. I suggest they call the local police district, right, and go, "Hey, what's the story at this address? We got any craziness going on over there? You guys will answer that question." About, I got, I got, I got even one better. How about what? you show up two hours later, do some recon. Just do some recon. Make you know, sure scope, dude, there's no dude there. Scope the place out. Make sure you don't have snipers. You know, it probably uh, works in the summertime. It's January loop. It's you know 18 degrees out. It's it, I, you don't want to do be doing surveillance. And if you are, you might not see anything. Get a nice Canada goose uh, uh, coat. You know, and uh, goose down, goose down. Yeah, exactly. Set up shop and uh, just and wait, make sure, huh? just make sure some clown doesn't show up before you do. I, I gotta tell you, I think I'm gonna sit home and watch ESPN. This is starting to sound like a lot of work to get a date on a Sunday night. All right, well, let's go to our, Lupe's favorite subject: deep dive. Deep, deep dive. dive. A big article in Chicago Magazine this mm-hmm. month, right? About what, Loop? <laughs> the term "jag off." You know, it's known as the perfect insult. It's for, that's a Chicago insult all day long. Mm-hmm. It didn't start in Chicago though. It has its roots in Pittsburgh, and there was a you know you know a pretty good um, rundown of you know where it started and, and and how it's evolved and how it made its way to Chicago. Did you know that there was a there was a gang up on the north side, Edgewater, Rogers Park area called the Thorndale Jagoffs? <laughs> <laughs> I told you this is a Chicago phrase because every time I've ever <laughs> dropped it anywhere else in the country, they go. Jag off, ooh, that's pretty. That's pretty nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> I like that. I said it's yours. You could use it. 
So yeah, there was a there was a tough gang up on the north side called the Thorndale Jagoffs. I mean that that leads me to my other favorite Chicago gang, and it's not like you know the the Disciples or the the Latin Kings or uh, the GDs. <laughs> I'm talking about the Chicago Gaylords. One of Chicago's oldest street gangs. Remember those guys, Paul? Oh, I do remember them. Ogden and uh, Ogden and Grand, right? Yes, but this is this is great stuff. There was a, a book published or a magazine or something called uh, "A Field Guide to Chicago Jagoffs." The list <laughs> includes. <laughs> I hope we make the list. Sal Bello, uh, the State Street Preacher. Remember that dude would stand out there with the megaphone all day, screaming and howling. Oh yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He got called a Jagoff more than once, I'm betting. Former Mayor Rahm Emanuel, who ran as a Jagoff, was elected as a Jagoff, and served as a Jagoff, according to the magazine. <laughs> and is now getting paid by ABC News to act as its house Jagoff. <laughs> so, according to, the, according to these folks, he's the biggest Jagoff <laughs> on the planet. Rahm <laughs> they don't like him. <laughs> these dudes don't like Rahm. <laughs> If we could get the mayor to call him a jag off at a press conference, that would be radio gold. <laughs> we could just replay that the whole whole two hours, right? So I mean, yeah, there's there's sort of uh, uh, two 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 streets of thought on on the word jag off. They think it's a uh, it's a bad word or uh, extremely insulting and shouldn't be used anywhere. You know, especially uh, your mom, right, Paul? She, she <laughs> hates the oh, word jag off. Did not like this word. Okay, you would get a mouthful of fist real quick. If you pop that one off in the house, she, she that one was a bad. She was not keen on that word at, even a little bit. I, I grew up on the word. Uh, I've used the word. I've been, I, I, I've been known to uh, you know act like a jag off. <laughs> yes, you have. I can attest. <laughs> in more than one instance, we we've all been, <laughs> you know, a, a, a jag off in our lives. You know, continue to be jag offs. Um, but it's it's not a bad thing, folks. It's a badge of honor. It really is, especially for Chicagoan. That's right. That's right. It's high praise for a Chicagoan. Don't be offended. Yeah. You know. Don't. And if you get called one on the street because you're you know acting poorly. Or right before you get a mouthful of fist from someone, <laughs> hey, listen, I made the list with Rom. Say thank you. That's right. Thank you for that kind, kind non-swear word. Because it's not an everyday word unless you're in sh- true Chicagoan. And if you're, if you get, if you get labeled a jag off, then you've made it. You've actually, you've actually completed something or have attained something. I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard the popo say. Hey, Jagoff, get off the street. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I grew up hearing it a lot. Yeah. And the Popo were great oh. use of it. Oh, absolutely. Especially in the uh, the Chicago uh, accent. Yeah. Uh, they do it over the radio on, on the loudspeaker. Yeah, they don't do that as much anymore. No, no. <laughs> back, I mean, back before uh, cell phones and recording devices were in abundance, right? <laughs> so when a police officer looks at you, points at you and says, hey, Jagoff, get off the street, smile and say, yes, sir. Quick story. I was uh, several years ago. I'm driving downtown, you know, and there's the no cell phone rule. It's snowing to beat the drum. I mean, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon, about six inches of snow on the Uh ground. uh It's slick as snot out there. And there's two Chicago Popo bicycle cops skidding across the street. I'm on the phone. 
smoking a cigar. <laughs> I almost hit one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stop and I hold my hands up like, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, hey, Jagoff, you're a double Jagoff, smoking and on the phone. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very Jagoff moment, yeah. <laughs> that's what he said to me. Said, Man, I'm sorry. Get out of here. <laughs> you smile. I mean, yeah, you, the only thing you can do is smile back. You and like, yeah. I'm so busted, man. <laughs> it was so cold and wet. He just didn't want to mess with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. And one more thing, Paul, just to uh, let everybody know how legitimate this phrase is or this term is. We're going to lock it down now, are you? It was added to the Oxford English Dictionary. All right. There we go. It includes Jagoff. Just look it up, people. Just look it up. You know, it's, 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 it's legit. <laughs> and all good in the hood. That's right. All right. I'm not sure Ron would appreciate hearing it too often, though. You're running no monies doing ballerina exercises at the health club or riding his bike somewhere. The next time you run across our former great mayor walking down the street, just say, what's up, Jacob? <laughs> there you go. That'll, that'll work, Loop. Hey, uh, what about this next story involving cocaine and a soft drink? Tell me what about, about it. that. Yeah. Let's say you're, uh, yes. you know, you're involved in a narcotics trade, you know, and you just happen to put on a shirt. Right. That advertises a certain, you know, famous beverage. And it promotes, promotes promotes the use of that drug that we are talking about, right? Yeah, it's like... It's White a, powdery substance. Yeah, you know, cocaine. <laughs> but but then, you know, the bad move would be, you know, it's a, it's a witty way to advertise your goods. Not too witty when you're dealing with a couple undercover narcotic guys. Yeah. Who thought, oh, I wonder what he's selling, right? And even the popo, where, where are we at with this? Oh, we're in Florida, shock Florida, of all Florida, shocks, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We're down in Florida, and even even the undercover narcotic guys down there, they figured it out. And, of course, uh, Mr. Simmons, after a $40 transaction, got arrested. Gone. Goodbye. $55,000 bond. That's wow. Pretty big bond for a $40 transaction. Yeah. I'm thinking he had a lot more in his pocket than $40 worth. Usually your bond is what the street value of the narcotics is. Yeah. Wait. Let me ask you. Do you th was it was it just coincidental? or Was it thought out? I'm gonna I'm gonna wear that. I'm gonna wear that shirt because oh, I'm selling I, it. I, it. We're in Florida, so I'm sure he thought he was being really. Thought witty. he was being clever. Yes, he was being clever. clever? Okay. He clevered himself right into a fifty five thousand dollar bond. Oh, so the, uh, the 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 popo they weren't having the irony, and they, it was it wasn't just a good laugh. They just no. Oh, we're we're gonna be. It. We'll hear more about this, but this will be in evidence. Okay, this will be flashing from a jury if the dummy doesn't take a plea. All right, it's time to take our first break. Thanks for starting us off, my nonviolent, low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, we've got more of the best stories of the year. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. We'll see. All right, peeps, the Chicago Popo Report is back with it. Great opening music. <laughs> we got our producer Becky in the studio today, our engineer Brett uh, jumping all over us, telling us how to talk. Because believe me, we need to help sometimes. Yeah, and they're smiling now, right? They're going, like, these two idiots, we should be doing the show. Look at them. <laughs> uh, WLSAM 890, though, on the big 89, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Popo reports cooking tonight. That's right. And hey, our, one of our favorite subjects. I say, folks, thank God for Uber. Huh? Get Uber. Uber has been a big part of our diet on this show. 
Oh, yeah, the gift that keeps on giving, yeah. <laughs> and they get endless they, supply they, of stories. They just keep giving, and they're literally giving us these gifts. I, they raise billions of dollars. I, bro, we're going to start a company, okay? I mean, if they give these people billions of dollars, they don't have enough sense to come out of the rain. All right? They have this party at the Museum of Science and Industry. Private a, party. A swanky, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> parties Uber, at the Museum of Science and Industry aren't cheap, and they're always swanky. That's right. Driver appreciation night, right? Uh-huh. And oh, by the way, bring four of your guests with you. Yeah, we're gonna have a little party for gotta you guys. Got to get RSVP though, because we got to make sure we uh, we we don't you know exceed capacity, <laughs> and the fire marshal doesn't come and and uh, shut us down. But well, I don't think they really do that. RSVP, they, nobody they, RSVPs. No, no, but they had more than a thousand people, and they they could handle right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the place was gridlocked with traffic. Can you imagine all the mover drivers in one place? It had to be like 30 felonies being committed in the parking lot that night. They're all driving the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, all, they're, all, they're on a street driving towards each other. It's It was mayhem. Literally. It's pretty scary. At mayhem. least they didn't have customers in the car. And Friends and family. And they're all trying to find their way looking at the app. Because no, <laughs> there is no Uber driver that knows the streets at the top of their head. I've yet to meet one that didn't have navigation running full. I, I'm, if you're giving them blow-by-blow directions, they still got the navigation running. And then they'll argue with you. Dude, I, I've been to my house, I don't know, six or 7,000 times. Yeah. I think I know how to get there from the airport. All I right? don't know why you're taking this road, right. but you need to take this yeah, road. Yeah, but he's yeah. like, but my app says I have to. Th- no, 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 no. That's like... A mile, you know, in the wrong oh, well, direction. Right. It gets better. They want to go north, and you're supposed to be going south. That's my favorite. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm heading towards Milwaukee. All right. <laughs> no, we don't want to go to Milwaukee. We want to go to Indiana. All yeah. right. Yeah. No. The app says, please put that app away. You're going to get in trouble. Apparently, none of them had clear directions to the uh, parking lot, the Museum of Industry parking lot. <laughs> they blew it. And then, you know, they're trying to check people in. And at some point, they go, ah, just come on in. We're not, we're not checking nobody, all right? This is over with. <laughs> no. We we should have been at this party. I got my invite. I just couldn't go. Oh, we should have. You know well, what? You know you got your you, invite. We're the guests of honors because we promote the, we promote Uber and, you know, crime share, uh, crime family all the time. I think you should get an Uber sticker and put it in the squad car window. <laughs> I really do because you're giving people rides all the time, right? We, we that's what we say. Hey, yes. your Uber's here. Yes. Your Uber is here. I put. I was in the fire department uh, over on North uh, South Pulaski about a year ago, and the ambulance guys put an Uber sticker in their ambulance. Yeah. Man, it was funny because they're like, "Hey, nobody's sick. We're just taking people places all the time." That is the running joke. That is the running joke. Yeah. We, we we yeah we transport you know citizens from you know if you call we <laughs> a call to B right? to C. Yeah. We'll take it. Hey, and we don't need no stinking navigation because we know the city you streets. You know the streets, right? man. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we, we don't need no wave, uh, you know, uh, app on our phone. We we know where everything's at. We know where the bad traffic is. But the Uber science and industry party was a unmitigated disaster. Right. I mean, no bathrooms, the health department, the fire marshal, the, the Uber guys. We found out one thing. They they know how to complain and beef, don't they? <laughs> That's all this out of this. A lot of beefing and complaining. It was one of Uber's largest events ever, and they couldn't pull it off. Shocking. Just shocking this company who, you know, they hire guys who burn people in oil, all right? Home invasions, rapes. I mean, they they can't handle a little party, Yeah. right? I mean, you can't count. Allegedly, it's probably all electronic, right? All them little electronic, cute little invitations you get in your email and texts, right? 
It was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster, and all the Uber guys are beefing. My prediction is be a long time for Uber throws another party in Chicago, a driver appreciation party. Probably not going to happen for a while. Yeah, due to the overwhelming response. I mean, don't you guys have, you know... <laughs> no, they don't have a life. This is it. Fares to take, yeah. people to take, uh, you know, from home to, to work to uh, restaurants, and now everyone's at the party. Well, there's good news. Nobody got raped that night, home invaded, shot, thrown into the trunk, Dipped taken in for a joyride. Dipped in oil. <laughs> Dipped in oil. There were no war crimes committed on the streets of Chicago. They were all at the Museum of Science and Industry. We, we should call the security staff. So what did you guys find in the parking lot after that party? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> we should have been there, Loop. Well, the, hey, yellow, the yellow cabbies were having a good time. They were making a lot of money. For once, yeah. yeah. Yellow, green, cabbie. That's your, that's your preferred guys. mode, right? You like the yeah, cab guys, take right? the yellow cab, yeah. The cab guys, because they're not usually committing felonies on a nightly basis. Though. And they know how to get around the city. They don't have to sit there and stare at an app. But hey. they're always they're always talking on the phone to somebody. It's like, who the hell are you always talking to on the phone? It's like you're talking to your wife, your, your kids, your accountant, your, I don't know, your <laughs> parole officer. But it's, it's mostly parole officers, I think. They're always on the phone officer. talking to someone. It's like, can you just pay attention <laughs> Just drive me. That's my only beef with them. Well, staying with our theme of Uber, an Uber driver accused of raping a woman who had requested a ride was denied bail in uh, Baltimore County. Over there in Baltimore uh, County. Joshua Jamal Robinson climbed into the back seat and sexually assaulted his passenger, a 25-year-old woman. And fortunately, unlike you and I, where I put you down as my emergency contact, yeah. she had her dad down as the emergency contact. Tracked her down, yeah. And he ran her down and got the popo out there, and old Jamal got his butt arrested for uh, second-degree rape and fourth-degree sex offenses. So uh, another sad Uber outcome. Ladies, maybe you want to stick with them yellow and green calves. Okay? Listen, listen, don't ever get into a car when you're intoxicated, okay? Especially. Leaving, leaving right. a party, yep. leaving a party, or, or at any time, day, night, you know, afternoon. Don't get in there alone. You're getting in there. Let alone intoxicated. There's going to be a problem, right? Because these are these are predators. I mean, (laughs) absolutely predators. That's what that's what it's amounting to be. You know, they 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 sign up to be rideshare drivers, right? Because they have a propensity to to do this. Yeah, you know, and these are easy victims. I I know. And in fairness, I've, I've ridden a lot of Uber rides. I've had some really really upstanding people driving me. I've had some real dogs too, but. But these felons that are working, and I know some guys, this is a godsend for them work-wise, right? I mean, it allows them to make a living. Yeah. But but the, the criminal yeah, these, element these is, is going to, I'll tell you, you watch Chicago and some major cities are going to get tired of this stuff and they're going to shut it down. London did. No Uber in London, right? I mean, all it takes is one major city to do it. And every week we say the same thing. We we did not hear these stories, you know, when Uber wasn't around, when oh, no. these rideshare no. companies weren't around. No, it was a rare when a cab driver did something crazy. And usually he's shooting another cab driver or something, right? Well, they're usually the victims, actually. Right. The yeah, cab drivers cab are usually right. the victim. They got assaulted. They got robbed. They got yeah. shot. They got, you know, you name it. They were the victims. And now... It's a different story, but it's, it, it, well, it's well, there's not, a lot more of them. Right? More. It's unlicensed. I mean, all, basically, you sign up and uh, you got a car, you got an insurance policy, you're in business. That's right. And, and a GPS, of course. That's right, Paul. On that note, we're going to take another break. But when we come back, we got that poop vandal story in Bridgeport. That's an important story. It's a very smelly story. You've been listening to the Chicago Pulper Report on WSMA. <laughs> 
Oh, we are back, Chicago, to Popo Report, Saturday night, WSAM 890. And folks, when you can't listen to us live, go to WSAM.com. You can listen to us all day long on that thing, okay? All the shows are cataloged by date, by subject. Hey, it's all there for you to listen anytime you want, in the gym, in the sauna, wherever you want to be, walking, talking, yoga. I don't know, maybe not want to listen to us during yoga, right, Loop? What do, you, what do you want? What state do you want during yoga? I want I want, I want to be in uh, Namaste. Yeah, namaste. If you're listening to the Popo Report, I'm I'm pretty much going to guarantee there'll be no Namaste. Right? You're going to be aggravated by the, what we're talking about or uh, laughing too hard. Hopefully the latter. We want to laugh, okay? Yeah, the next story is no laughing matter, though. You go out to your car, you get ready to grab that handle and it's loaded with poop. That's a problem. It's it's quite a smelly story. It's in Bridgeport, man. Bridgeport, home of many mayors of this city. There's a poop vandal running around Bridgeport. You see the video of this guy? <laughs> I did see the video. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's 3 to 5 a.m. Yeah. You know, he's got, he's walking around with poop. Sleep just, issues? He's got sleep issues, I'm guessing. Insomnia, yeah. you know. <laughs> he's got a bag full of poop and he's... Putting it on people's door handles, car windows. You get tired of, you know, buying useless uh, stuff on Amazon at 3 in the morning. They just go outside, grab some poop, and collect some poop, and I, just I, smear I it on the car door. I buying stuff on Amazon. I just, it's like Christmas when they you come home and there's packages on the front porch that nobody has stolen yet. <laughs> but right? the funny thing is, when you, when you get that package, I don't even remember ordering this, because you ordered it at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. That's right, yes, yes. After, after a night at the Godfrey uh, rooftop in there, you... Come home and order some uh, toys. Inebriated or not inebriated, yes. it happens all the time. <laughs> but I'm sure, that, I'm sure that's what's happening to this guy. Either got he's uh, he's maxed out on his uh, credit cards. Yeah, that's that's, that's my guess <laughs> with this one. All right, <laughs> and he he's mad. He, he, <laughs> he's an angry individual. He's angry, and, but it's only happened. Wait, is this is this a coincidence? It's only happened to handles that are owned by Asian drivers. It might be an Asian dude doing it. Man, it is people for whatever real or some alleged crime they committed against them. This guy's got some beef. <laughs> he's this got a old Chinese food delivery guy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a beef against someone, but yeah, it's happening in Bridgeport. And it's, uh, one of the victims named Tony Wu, and he he said he was able to open it without touching it. That's that's a trick. I'm I'd like to see. I'm calling uh, BS. I think Tony had to touch the poop to open the door. Yeah, it's amazing how he did that. Then he got a car wash, though. There's a whole story. He got a car wash. But, you know, I'm disappointed in the popo because they have not run any tests on this poop to determine whether it's dog poop or human poop. Would it make a difference in charging? I don't think so. But I'd like to know. Just because I'm a curious sort of fellow, I want to know these things. Yeah, I don't think it'll make a difference if you get charged. Listen, if it's human poop, then you could get the dude's DNA... And then he's probably in the system because, let's face it, he's got to be some kind of degenerate putting poop on people's cars. So he might be a registered sex offender. Sex offender? With, with DNA on file, we solved that crime. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's a win-win for everybody. Tony Wu's happy. He could go down and testify in court against this villain. I'm right there with you. The Popo's happy. The mayor's probably happy, too. So that Citizens crime. of Bridgeport are happy. That's right. They'd, they'd be batting 100% on poop crimes, then. They can walk around poop-free? <laughs> yes, yes, they can. Yeah. <laughs> Bridgeport. Well, some parts of Bridgeport, you get caught doing that. Uh, you might not like what happens to you. 
Because the residents there uh, may not call a popo when they catch you doing that. I don't know. I think Bridgeport's gotten soft lately. I mean, it's a little softer than it it's used to be, soft, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Too many million-dollar homes in Bridgeport they, now, right? Yeah, they used to take care of their own problems, and now they no. just farm it out to the popo. They call the popo. The popo <laughs> used to go there and go to sleep, all right? They didn't work. Yeah. I had a buddy that was a lieutenant there. He uh-huh. worked midnight, permanent midnight shifts as a lieutenant. He got a lot of rest. He had always had a full-time job in addition to the popo job, right? Mm-hmm. Always for 20-something years. And he he was sleeping somewhere, <laughs> right? But he loved that Bridgeport job, man. He got, you know, not much happens in Bridgeport after midnight. You always find your spot. These are called holes where yes. you go and just... He's a lieutenant, man. He don't have, he just goes in the office and close the door, right? Take, take your 15, take your 30, and close your eyes, and no one's going to mess with you. Yeah, Bridgeport was uh, famous for that because... Don't call me unless the happens. mayor gets called. Otherwise, or the superintendent. Otherwise, I don't don't bother me. Rogers Park, is, it's good for that. The yes. 20th District, it's good for that. Finding good holes. <laughs> and just knocking out. Ladies and gentlemen, some get, inside from Lupe. He's giving it all up, man. The guys in the 20th and Rogers Park are not going to be happy with you. Get tired, be man. be some sneaky sergeant rolling around tonight looking for everybody. <laughs> Got to find a good hole. <laughs> yeah. the most, two most important things when you're a police officer. Yeah, that's right. You you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, where's you, lunch? And where, you where's our hole? Your moments. Yes. Where's our hole? Yes. That's right. Hey, you like you like going to the Bulls games, right? You like watching basketball, especially you know during not, not only during seven eight years, not during, so much. No, during timeouts <laughs> when they do a bunch of shows on the court, and then the uh, the t shirts come flying and they throw them in that t shirt gun, and you're like, I, ah, I, I gotta one. tell you, I want I like a gun, I want a t shirt gun. Yeah, I'm impressed by the t shirt. It's gun. got that some thing, range, yes. right? It makes it all the way up to the uh, top tier, 150 200 feet, man. That man. thing can shoot. And it's gotten better over the years. I mean, I remember when I was younger, it never really made it that far. But now it's it's hitting That's, the ceiling. They're they're hitting the upper deck with yeah. the damn thing from the field level, right? Yeah, and you know, uh, gangsters and criminals, they're they're they on to it. They have figured out. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind adding a t shirt shotgun to my arsenal. You know, You're pretty savvy, man. You know, when Moose gets a little little you know uppity with me and not paying attention, I load a t shirt and shoot him in his big brown butt. Moose being the dog, not one of the kids. Or not a real moose. Not a real moose. Be pretty ineffective. <laughs> but but Moose, the old 13-year-old mutt, he would probably pay attention to getting shot with the T-shirt shotgun or whatever it is. What, what did our geniuses do with the T-shirt shotgun? Well, in Oklahoma, we got an Oklahoma woman. Okay, mm. She tried... She tried doing that exactly. She used, she's pretty ingenious, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's standing outside a prison doing what? Now, hey, you know, outside prisons have fence. walls and they have these big towers with guards in them 24-7? Yeah. And generally, when you're standing outside of a prison, they, what happens? They, they, know, they know you're there. The, the guards are going to see you standing outside the prison, right? Unless unless you're using some effective camouflage or, you know, you want... My, my experience is there is no camouflage available, <laughs> all right? The prison is uh, it's pretty barren for about 100 yards out. So she tries shooting in some, you know, among other things, you know, narcotics, uh, uh, cell phones, so. tobacco, she, digital she, scales. She had, you know? whole, she had a whole grocery list of prohibited items in the penitentiary, didn't she? Yeah, but it didn't work. She uh, she, she got was spotted. Caught. Are she, you kidding me? She, she really got, did. She got spotted. She, she got I, caught. I find this hard to believe. You know, they they seized. Somebody the, uh, was awake in one of the towers, right? Yeah, they weren't. They weren't <laughs> on lunch. They weren't on break. They weren't in the hole. Uh, so yeah, they spotted I, her and they caught her. I, but they had time to videotape this one. This this one they should have videotaped. There's a lot this of evidence here. Great Paul. stuff. It's a great a great visual moment. All right, but we'll have to describe it properly. You see, so this genius, she is standing outside of the prison with the the, the t-shirt shotgun, right? Uh-huh. And she's loading it up with dope and cell phones and whatever else she's sending the boys over on the other side. 
I'm, I'm, she's probably doing it when they're not even in the yard. This is probably the really stupid criminal part. I mean, was it was this done during the day or at night? I think believe it was done during the day. Like, well, I mean, no one's out at night. That's for sure. That so would that, have been that, the best time to do it. I mean, no one's going to want. No one's going to see. You're less likely, more likely to get away with it, right? Can you imagine under the cover the, of darkness? You're the tower. Under here, the cover of here darkness, comes these big cell phones flying over the top of the forty foot wall. Yeah, but right? you know, it's dark. I Paul. love this story. This okay, is so, this is so stupid. I can't stand it. Okay, people, coming up next. We've got that uh, barbershop story. You know, someone's missing a third digit. We will explain. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report. We'll see. Less. Hi, Popo Nation. We're back. WLSAM 890 Chicago. Paul Cialino, Lupe acquired the Chicago Popo Report with more exciting stories. Hopefully we'll get out of the lakefront for a little while. Lupe, what's next? What are you doing next? Got something a little bit more exciting? Or just regular run-of-the-mill mundane Chicago scam. Hey, when you, hey guys, when you're on the road and you you, you know, break down, get a or little fender, get a little fender bender, a little auto accident, you know, property damage, and these tow truck tow truck drivers just show up, you know, out, you. out of nowhere, you know, gangster-looking types, <laughs> tattooed uh, everywhere. Tow truck drivers, man. They, hey, you want any? You want me to tow your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> may never see it again, but I'll tow it for you, my friend. Just be careful. A lot of guys, I mean, they're very helpful. They help us out a lot. They, uh, they relocate, uh, vehicles, uh, off to the side, clean up. They even clean up the, uh, clean up the roadway. They've clean got up their, the glasses. They got stuff, big huh? shovels. Yeah. They got the big brooms and got shovels to help us out. Broom. Them tow truck guys whip that stuff right out, huh? You know, but a lot of them are scam artists. <laughs> don't say, don't tell me that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Really? Be, so be careful when these gangsters show up and want to tow your car. You got to make sure they're well credentialed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because tow truck guys are known for walking around with serious ID hanging on their neck and that sort of thing, right? Hey, you got to you call your insurance company yeah. and have them get them to, uh, you know, give you a couple, couple, two, three choices and call them up. I'm not sure the Geico's going to give you two or three choices, okay, when you call. See if these guys are authorized. Get their yeah, get their uh, get their ID. See if they're authorized to uh, if they're permitted, if they're licensed, and if they're authorized by your insurance company to uh, tow your car. You start asking tow truck guys if they're licensed and authorized. It, it usually leads to a beating. No, they start squirming. Be- no, they start squirming. Police officers are usually they're usually they're usually on scene. So, and uh, we uh, we. We we tend not to interfere. You, guys still, you, know? work, you still work accidents, car accidents. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. You, still, you make the make the tow truck guys clean it up. Yeah, I bet you're not asking for credentials. Just you got a broom, you got a well, broom handle, you know, yeah, a shovel maybe. You know, hey, don't get too don't get too pushy. So yeah. uh, when they're talking to the uh, the drivers, so we let them do their thing, and uh, and if you know if they don't want this, if you don't want the service, just let them know. But make sure they're. Uh, that's right. I'll call Uncle Louie. Uncle Louie will come get me with his van, right? Yeah. I mean, well, look at these two guys. I mean, uh, they were uh, the uh, they wore uniforms that bore the city seal. Thirty uh, year old John Twist and twenty eight year old Angel Camacho. Angel Camacho isn't he a fighter? Wasn't Angel Camacho a professional boxer? Yeah, it was a Camacho, but it was a long time ago, yeah. before my time, Paul. Yeah, a long time ago, right? <laughs> Hector Macho Camacho. That's right. I knew there was a Camacho. I knew we had it. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd get this the Hispanic reference, my friend. I don't think there's a there's a relation attached, but uh, yeah, it's, he's a Camacho. He was a pretty good fighter too. He was a good fighter. Yeah, but the next the, the next chickie, she's a little 
What do you think? Obsessive? Would that be the word? Uh, it would be one word, yes. She had a good game plan. See, because she goes on a dating site, and the dudes on the dating site have to be rich. They have to have a net worth of more than $200,000. Yeah, God knows who's doing the due diligence on that fact, okay, at the dating site. But there's that's one, the premise. There's another criteria, though. What's that? You just don't necessarily have to make at least 200000 You've got to be attractive, and you have to have a sponsor. Yeah, well, I've seen some of these dudes on these websites, okay? So the whole attractive thing might not be happening, but they do have money. And this chick, she gets a date with a guy, CEO of a skincare company that specializes in men products. And this guy goes out with her. We don't know what happens. We could speculate. Probably wasn't too impressed. He didn't call her back. No. Hey, that didn't slow her down, did it? That first impression was not a good impression. Yeah, but she found her man, brother, okay? This was the guy for her. And how do we know this, Luke? How do we How do you know this is the guy for her? Well, she sent over 150,000 texts in a 10-month 10 10 month period. I, come on. That's that's pretty Jack, telling. Jacqueline sent the, the guy who clearly is rejecting her 159,000 texts, right? That's a, That's a lot of texts. That's a lot of Texas in Texas, yes. Right? I mean, most wives don't send you that many in 10 years. Of course, by the 10th year, most wives want to get ready anyways. last thing they want to do is text you to talk to you. <laughs> See, I get, but, about, I get about 10 texts. Texas? Texas? Yeah. Texas. We'll call it Texas. <laughs> is, there, is there a it's, plural for Texas? <laughs> it sounds like the state of Texas, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so I get 10 Texas. A day. I'll tell you, we've been four weeks without uh, an email from the EP, Lissa, okay? <laughs> We're getting one this way. Okay? I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. And that's with cutting the, you know, the stories about bodily functions, right? <laughs> so listen, I would say, so it's a 10, 10 a day, that's about 70 a week, 70 times that. So that's 280 a month, 280 a month for myself. Extrapolate that over a 10 month, it doesn't reach 150,000. That's no. a lot of Texas no. in Texas. Uh -uh. But but was she sending you 150,000 pre-marriage days when she was really loved you still and, and didn't know who you really were at that point? <laughs> I don't think we were, able, we were we weren't able to text back then. <laughs> no one's got that kind of time. Apparently Jacqueline does, though, because she managed to get herself arrested over this stuff. Right. And she's like, hey, what what's the problem? Well, I could text this guy. He he likes me. Lady, he don't like you. He's he's called us. He's told you he's sent pigeons to your house with messages. Don't call me. Don't bother me. It's not going to happen. And and she goes to court, and she's going to argue with the judge about it, right? Hey, I, can't I text him no more? No. No, you can't text him. <laughs> it, judge wanted to put her on probation for 10 years. It's like, that's not good enough. Hell, Jesse Smollett wouldn't have took that deal, okay? No way. I'm going to trial, <laughs> man. I'm going to trial. <laughs> Fox and Friends was not involved in this case, though. No, no, because no, there was no. This is not exactly a past ten years probation. No, and she wanted the judge wanted her to do a little time too, right? Well, I mean, if you if you prefer going to trial, that's sort of a head scratcher. And the judge, <laughs> the judge, um, I think made a good move. Uh, let's. Let's 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 see uh, if she's competent to, to you know. Yes, yes, to go to trial. That's probably a good idea in this case, right? Is she competent to stay on trial?
well, and she thinks she's perfectly normal. Two out of three mental health experts said no. It's all good in the hood, man. She had one for three saying yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's okay. the that's the standard one. <laughs> if you bat thirty percent, you're good to go. I, I think a great thirty three percent. A court order to every known cell phone carrier in the nation: do not give this woman a phone. Do not give her an internet account. Okay. That, that, that would have been my strategy as a judge. We're going to just take your toys away from you. No electronics for you. None. Zero. You, you cannot use an electronic device. There we go. Right? I mean, because I, I, I make a prediction. This guy's going to come home from a business trip and should be sitting on the couch naked, okay? Uninvited. <laughs> and texting, probably. Because <laughs> in fact, this is why she got in trouble. She broke into his house while he was out of town, and he's he's seen her on his uh, cameras. Yeah, and that's what he said. I'm going to call this a day on this one. All right, she's got to go. She's nuts. It's a little creepy time now. Yeah, nuts. Those cameras are good. They're good for that. Yeah. She well, did what she had to do. Back to one of your favorite stories. What happened? What happened in the barber shop, buddy? Oh yeah, yeah. forty five hundred block of North Broadway, just before eleven thirty a.m. Uh, Occurring Tuesday morning. I mean, barbershops are pretty lively, especially the busy ones. You're in there. You're you're you, you good camaraderie. You're talking with uh, you know the barber. You're talking with you know whoever's sitting next to you, or just minding your own business, whatever. But here, I guess uh, two uh, two employees got uh, at it. They they <laughs> did get at it, did they? It got a little messy in there to the point where someone lost part of their middle finger. Now, how are you going to flip the bird when you only have half a finger? Well, you just got to use your other hand. You just got to. <laughs> no, but hey, the shop is right next door to Alderman James Kappelman's office. <laughs> so a little excitement. You think the alderman called? 1130. He's not at work. Hey, it's way too early for him. No, that's 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 the side job time. Are you kidding me? He's checking in with his defense lawyers. See if he appeared any indictments down there. Federal court let, you know, he don't have time for barbershop. Fussing next door, right? Uptown barbershop. That's a it's a fun that's a fun part of town. There's a lot going on there. A lot of it's a, it's a big music scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, close to the lakefront. Uh-huh. You know, there's it, it, it's amazing. Uh, by, by the way, these two barbers were not young lads. Fifty one and fifty five. Got a little nasty up there, man. Probably had an old beef they had to settle. Uh, you, you know what? It's probably something that was really building for a long time, and it just exploded. Yeah. Well, you know? <laughs> it's too early to be drunk. I'm guessing that nobody was too high at this this thing. But Next time, they better settle this beef on a, on a full stomach, because this guy, he started chomping, right? <laughs> well, nobody got killed, huh? There was no gunplay for once. That's that's the proper way to settle a that's beef. That's right. You know, you get to scrap it, throw them hands up, and get to it, and just hope the other guy hasn't been doing that MMA yeah. stuff. All right. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one this out. This is bad, man. Over by there. Yeah, yeah. This is bad. Northern <laughs> Illinois, uh, Freeport. Freeport. You ever Wait, been up there? Have, was, didn't the mayor up there in Freeport have a problem? Didn't we talk about him a few weeks ago? Was it Freeport or another town? That's a little crack pipe in the house. It wasn't Freeport, no? Nah, it's probably some kind of port. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the ports ports. in Northern Illinois. (laughs) But this dude is a patient in the hospital, right? We're going to get into the story, Paul. After this break, we got to hit the hole. Uh, We're running out of time, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. Step four. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... I had the 
The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, welcome back, Chicago peeps. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890, Saturday night, Chicago Popo Report. And we're finishing up that last story, Luke. The guy walking outside the hospital gets arrested by the security guard. Mm. Guy's in the hospital being treated, decides to go for a walk. Uh-huh. Walks outside with the uh, IV pole and his IV hooked up. Because he's hooked up to an IV, literally hooked up to it. He can't leave without it, right? No. So the uh, security guard decides, hey, what are you doing? Stealing the, uh... yeah, I'm walking around in my hospital gown with my ass hanging out with an IV attachment. Yeah, I'm stealing it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. he wasn't stealing it. And he wasn't handcuffed or anything. I mean, it's not like he was walking out with a pair of cuffs on his uh, on his wrist. No, I mean, are you no. kidding me? He's it's just like, walking, man. Why, why, why are you asking me these questions, man? <laughs> well, Shaquille David Dukes may have been in the hospital, but he still had access to Facebook. And he posted, Oberzelius racist security officer confronted him outside the hospital. Well, he's wearing a gown issued at the hospital. And uh, the do- even the doctor said, hey, go for a walk, you'll feel better. Need security- some fresh air, exactly, yeah. 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 All right. right. Yeah, the-, the security officer confronts him and says, hey, you stealing it? Going to sell it on an eBay, dude? Because oh, I know man. you're going to sell that on eBay. Oh, man, right? <laughs> and I love the, come to Freeport, Freeport on vacation and leave on probation. I mean, that's a that's a great line, isn't it? Isn't I, that a great tagline? That's a t-shirt, man. Okay, come to Freeport. Was You know, we didn't do a story out of Freeport. I think it was, uh, what was that town? Uh, LeBron. No, Paul, not LeBron. It's Hebron. <laughs> LeBron, Illinois. Or Hebron. LeBron, Ohio? No. Hebron. Oh, okay. Come All on, right. bro. All right. I know. <laughs> Not LeBron. <laughs> right? But we get back to our guy at the hospital. It's all on video on top of it, right? Yeah. So the security guard has this guy arrested for disorderly conduct, which is total nonsense, right? I mean, it's r- ridiculous. Well, arrest him. He's walking around with a in his gown with the IV pole and an IV. Let's arrest him. <laughs> well, I mean, this here, is pretty bad. Yeah, you, you just mentioned they did conduct a slight investigation, and according to one of the officers, that inv- that you know that preliminary investigation revealed that no, he <laughs> probably wasn't stealing the IV and the gown because he had all his personal property still in <laughs> the hospital room. So, no, I don't think that was the case. But we will charge him with disorderly conduct because he's probably mouthing off to the uh, to the security guard or whatever. But I mean, what kind of charge is that? I mean, there was, there was there's no no claim of assault, no claim of battery. I mean, it's just he was peed off because I know I'm not stealing. I, I'd have been beating that security guard with that pole. Okay, <laughs> they'd have charged me with a lot more disorderly conduct with a security guard if there is such a charge in the world. I'm sure he got, I'm sure him and his buddies got indignant legitimately because why are you accusing me of stealing this crap? Are you kidding me? He's probably got, you know, hospital slippers on. I clearly, he's in the hospital. He's sick. There's something wrong with him, right? And the Popo rush, I'm sorry, Popo, but I think there's a slight rush to judgment here, you know? Oh man, come on. This is, this is terrible. You just got to scratch the surface a little bit. And then they did that. But, they, you know, uh, it just doesn't. Hey, and I got to tell you, that in Chicago, this would be a major story, right? Yeah. And uh, over there in Freeport, maybe not, but Popo Report is going to make it a oh, major absolutely. story. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a highlight. Okay, moving right along. I'm thinking of buying a parrot. A parrot? Yeah, a parrot. Walking the day, Germany with the parrot on my shoulder. Maybe I get a better deal, huh? Parrots are so high maintenance, though. <laughs> They're a mess, aren't they? Oh my god! You can't you put got... newspaper all over the whole house. You gotta feed them. You gotta clean them. You gotta. 
teach him how to talk. You know, <laughs> I had a parrot and a housekeeper didn't like it. I, I always accused her of feeding him alka seltzer and killing him. <laughs> <laughs> she ate it clean in the birdcage. Oh, my God. Yeah, I come home one day after she was done and the parrot was belly up at the bottom of the cage. Harvey, it, Harvey, Harvey had a bad ending, I think. I think you'd have a, yeah, well, I mean, I think yeah. you'd have a different way of looking at it if you were a drug dealer, though, because they are kind of, you know, useful in the narcotic world. Uh, apparently so. What, what happened with our parrot? <laughs> he, he would, uh, he, narking out the popo, wasn't he? Narking out the popo, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, you could use him as a lookout bird. That's what they did. <laughs> that's what they, that's what it was, and, right? Yeah. And the parrot would say, mama police, mama police. Which Every is, time the popo rolled down, right? Which is not too hard to teach, yeah. I can't, I can't think, teaching a parrot mama police is not easy. But yeah, you had to teach him the wherewithal to recognize what a police, exactly, what a popo <laughs> is, and then to actually say that, just, you know. This is a smart parrot, man, right? It's a very smart parrot. Huh? I mean, you got to think some popo was helping out by driving back and forth all the time until the parrot figured out. What, what do you do when he doesn't, when he misidentifies? <laughs> when he calls, you know, the next door name of mama police. I bet that parrot got a whooping. That's probably how they trained it. Well, the uh, the uh, Brazilian popo, they call them the trafficking parrot. <laughs> it's just great stuff, only in Brazil. <laughs> no. I, I got to tell you, I'm calling BS on this one. I can't believe you're going to fix, unless everybody rolling up to the house or the popo, right? No, and, and she, this is actually this is actually even funnier than that. So they they caught they got the the popo. They have the parrot, and the parrot did not say a word, remaining in total silence, even as law enforcement sought to loosen it up. How do you loosen up a parrot? Uh, I don't know with a stick, maybe. You slap him, stick. you slap him around a few times. Yeah. Well, the Brazilian police will loosen you up one way or the other. They're Portuguese; they don't care. The moral standards are low. Stick the parrot under uh, uh, French fry lamps. I don't know. You heat them up. Get the heat lamps from the restaurant and go parrot. You you will be on the menu tomorrow, okay? We will call you rooster. A little rooster tonight, but it's a parrot. But apparently, Paul, exotic animals have long been used by drug cartels as symbols of power or as unwitting accomplices in their drug trafficking. Bro, there's a Spanish word. Wow. There's a Spanish word for this kind of parrot. What is it? You tell me. I'm, I'm setting you up here, man. Come on. You speak the pretty language. Peppa Gio de Trafico? Uh, FYI, Paul, that's not even Spanish. That's Portuguese. I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that's that. That's why I couldn't pronounce it. It's Portuguese. That's a, you know what? Brant Miller could pronounce that word, I bet. <laughs> oh, Brant Miller could pronounce anything. <laughs> that's right. We should have him pronounce it for us. Maybe we could get him to edit and do a little cut for us. But I know point. what it translates into. Like I said, trafficking parrot. <laughs> you were right. All right. We better get away from the foreign languages where we really get an email, okay? <laughs> What's next? What are we doing next? We're, we're almost done, folks. It's heating up. It gets better than the trafficking parrot, okay? That was a good story. Loop, I love this story. Oh, <laughs> Here, check it out. The corruption trolley keeps rolling on in Chicago, and this time we got a bona fide MILF at the center of the scandal. Oh, did you see her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Loop. The only the only way Mr. I, I Mr. Alderman has a girl like that. I don't think she's a regular girlfriend, do you? Oh my God! I, he, <laughs> this guy would not be able to get a, a girl like no, that unless he was chance. Alderman. Not a chance. And I bet the popo who pulled her over driving the stolen car, they went, damn, girl, you got a steal cars? I'll, I'll buy you one. I'm telling you, the investment in plate readers is paying off because <laughs> this story broke at the right time. Oh, this is a great story. So so what do we got? We got Alderman Paco Joe Marino, right, files a false police report. 
He said his car was stolen from his Wicker Park home, right? And guess what? Uh, it wasn't stolen. And by the way, the alderman? We've got text messages uh, to show that. 2016 Audi A6. He's driving a nice whip, isn't he? Yeah. And it's leased. You know, I bet that lease going for eight hundred, nine hundred thousand a month, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, let's listen. Alderman is a pretty good paying job, isn't it? But who's driving the car? So the popo, they take the report, they run the plates, and or they got the plate. Re- How's that plate reader work? Tell everybody, loop. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a, a science stuff, right? It's some amazing technology. It's just it captures. You got two, you got two cameras right. on top of the uh, squad car. And, uh, or usually the, uh, the SUV and, uh, squad cars rolling down the street and it's just capturing. capturing it reads like literally thousands plates. of plates a, 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 minute, a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in, in a tour, in a tour of duty, it's not unusual to capture anywhere from, anywhere from 3,000 to 8,000, uh, license plates. And you hit a lot of warrants, a lot of wanted on that, right? Suspended. Yeah. 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 Hot list. You name it. It's. Yeah. Some amazing technology. It's a it's a great big brother tool, isn't it? I'm not sure I'm crazy about this tool. Okay, I don't want everybody to just read my place because I'm driving by them. It's hey, bad enough. Right? Get nothing to hide. Don't worry about it. But you look at my license plate holders. What's it say? Popo report. WLSA M890. Okay. <laughs> we we, we want to remind everybody, especially the popo. Hey, better tune in. Better 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 Google that one before you write me a ticket. We'll be talking about you, but. The alderman's girlfriend, is this a, a, like a all-the-time girlfriend or a part-time girlfriend? Seems like a part-time girlfriend. Yeah, it seems like that might hey, be. Hey, is, is there a Mrs. Moreno involved? I, I couldn't figure that one <laughs> no, out. No is, she in, so. is she in the scene? Or? No one said so, but I, I you know uh, what? I, when they don't mention her, they didn't say he's single in the article, did they? No. No. <laughs> no. Mrs. Marino wasn't driving the car, was she? No, no. Well, here, well, oh. the story goes that he, he gives her the car, and uh, she's just this honest hot milk that's trying to that he's trying to help out. He's, oh, he's trying to he's help trying her. to help her out. Exactly. What was her occupation? Do we know her occupation? Ins- insurance agent. Uh, you know, she's uh, she's down on her luck. He's just if, trying if to help her out. She's an insurance agent. Okay, I'm I'm the vice mayor. All right, and we're gonna have to take a break, bro. Oh, we're going to come back to the story. Right, right, back to the story. We're coming back to this story. All right, Paul. There you go. You heard it here. We'll be back in a few, people. You've been listening to the Popo Report on WS890. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, why'd you file that police report? What were you thinking about when you reported that Audi missing with your girlfriend driving it? Wait, look, there's some text messaging going on here, isn't there? Well, yeah. Uh, Unlike our actor, right, (laughs) who is not releasing his phone, Uh, Joe's girlfriend, she released her phone, didn't she? She doesn't want that trespass to auto beef. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, these text messages are full of butterfly kisses. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, You know. What's a butterfly? A little butterfly kiss? There's actually a butterfly and a kiss. Oh. Right after the uh, the text message. Oh, that's nice. And that's, that's true romance. And when he gives her the when, when he loans her the car, yeah, he gives her specific instructions to not smoke in the car. Oh, okay. you can't stand a girlfriend that smokes, can you? Don't want to taste that ashtray when you kiss her. And then and then and then he's he's also he also includes more text messages. Maybe that, you know, let's have dinner later on in the maybe, week. Maybe he wasn't you know, maybe he's po'd because she was smoking in the car. She, you, you think that happened? She's calling me my love. She's calling him my love. My love. My love, please. 
Did you leave enough gas in the Audi for me, my love? She includes some sexy pictures, too, you know, uh, along with the text message. She don't look like your run-of-the-mill insurance agent? Not that they aren't, you know, entirely sexy as a group. <laughs> your insurance agent usually doesn't pose in a nighty with her poodle on her lap, does she? No, I mean, they... they uh, met- be a good marketing plan, I think, for you uh, insurance agents. Maybe a little Maybe. short shorts if you're a guy or gal. Your poodle on your lap. Don't you think that's a good marketing plan? It worked for Joe. By the way, she write, she, she didn't write Joe's insurance because she's not actually working as an insurance pro- program, right? <laughs> I think she's in between jobs. Right? I, I think so, too. I think she's got another job. It probably doesn't have anything to do with insurance. No, but Procco, he's, uh, this is a misunderstanding, people. <laughs> yes, okay, This is a complete misunderstanding. misunderstanding. I did not file a false police report, but the popo, they're looking into the, it. The car was stolen, though, right? Is that what he said? It was reported stolen. Oh, but it wasn't. I didn't. Stolen. I didn't say that. Popo just made that up and put that out there. You no, know, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't cancel the uh, the uh, stolen. Ah, uh, I forgot. He was busy, report. right? Because you could do that immediately. He's a busy guy. Because you, you, know, you don't have time to do to pay attention to them details. You know what? You know what does happen though. You, what we get this a lot. <laughs> People forget where they parked their car. Yeah. The night they before, reported stolen, drinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. partying, and they come. They come into the station. Hey. Someone took my car. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of scratch the service. And, uh, you know, why don't you go back to your neighborhood, do a couple laps, right. and then yeah. come back. Hey, press the little button. See, see if any noises go off while you're pressing it, all right? But, yeah, this story's from the beginning, sounded kind of dubious. Uh, exactly. And does he got some other... I, didn't he get arrested for impersonating a police officer about a year ago? Oh, say yeah. it's not so. Well, you know, a you pull out the old aldermanic badge, right? You're a big bad alderman. Yeah, you got to pull out some kind of badge to get your point across, well, right? You ever had an alderman badge you yet in your career? No, not years? yet. Not yet. You're lucky, Rogers Park. He, the alderman up there might be a little brighter. No, <laughs> keep, if you're an alderman, keep your aldermanic badge in your pocket. Just keep it in your pocket. Yeah, if someone's if someone's illegal, yeah. you know, parking illegally, right. just. Just call three one one. Call nine one one, and Let just tell them someone's man. parked illegally. I am the big swinging guy in this district. I I got a badge. I got credentials. I can whistle up the popo whenever I feel like it. I could mess with my girlfriend if she not acting right. Yeah, I mean, this is a clear case of you should have mind your own business and I'm, just. I'm not just, clear why he reported the car stolen. He just came back and it wasn't there, right? Oh, that one? Okay. I thought, yeah. we, I thought we were, we moved on to the... No, uh, we can move on, right? <laughs> Police impersonating. That's story. a little convoluted, okay? <laughs> well, our chief spokesman for CPD, though, said, you know, detectives uh, close that case. There's no criminal wrongdoing, right? Of the police. <laughs> I, could, I could see how someone who, let's say, I, you know, someone, someone shows you a badge, okay? And... If you're the uninformed and ignorant, yeah. you might just go, oh, okay. But wait, this guy's not a police officer. Yes. What was that badge all about? Yes. And whose badge is that? I think that was a clear case. That was a misunderstanding, probably. So I'll, you know, oh, yes, I'll give it, it. Yes. I'll give it to Joe. But I, big but misunderstanding. The whole, but the whole false police report. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, he, he may lose. He may lose. Is he running for election? Election? Yes, he is. Yeah, yes, he is. Boy, if I was his, uh, I would jump on this whole story. Oh yeah, listen, I'd, I'd I'd print that police report up and hand it out to everybody in that that ward. They'd all get to read it. We talk about that for a while. Yeah, but hey, I know important stuff. Oh, this is the uh, the uh, story of the day. Yes, of the it night. is. Yes, the brilliant, brilliant president of the Chicago Cubs, Theo Epstein. He got sued in Arizona.
You know, it's you got to kick a man when he's down. Not only you're kicking a man, you're kicking his dog when he's down. Well, Theo's dog apparently, uh, you know, Theo rents a house down in Arizona, as do all the executives and bosses who go down there for spring training for March and April. Right there in a mm-hmm. house for a couple months. No one wants to live in a hotel for that long. No. And he brought his pup down there with him, right? And but it, here and lays the rub, okay? Because what happens? Theo gets in his house and it's it's filthy with scorpions, and Theo's it's a, got little kids. It, you're in a desert. W- yes. w- what's in a desert? Scorpions. So they they call out the, <laughs> the, uh, the the you know. I think it was in the lease. The you bug might, spray guy, right? You might find some scorpions in your house. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not fifty in one spot. So Theo says, "You know what? This isn't working for me and the family. We're running another house with uh, not so many scorpions." And uh, the owners of the house, John and Mary Valentino, uh, claimed that, you know, Theo's dog just urinated all over the place and they had to rip out all the carpeting. And that the carpeting cost in this set house, $51,000. Man, that's some expensive carpeting. Well, I got to tell you something. Having been in Arizona and stayed in people's homes out there about a thousand times in my life, A, there's hardly any carpeting because it's so damn blazing hot out there, Right. So it's almost all tile and marble and what have you on uh-huh. the floor. I can't imagine a house having $51,000 of Maybe a bedroom. Maybe, yeah, yes, like, maybe two bedrooms. Maybe. You know. Okay. <laughs> but $51,000 worth. So anyways, they sue Theo. So and punitive uh, damages, Paul. Yeah, I mean, urine. Come on. The Popo Court says uh, Theo's going to get a not guilty on this one. He's going to walk. There's going to be no damages assessed when they get through with it, when it's all said and done. This is like four years ago, though. It wasn't like it was last uh, spring training. I, this is like four. This is before was, they won the World time. Series. Yeah, it was a long time, ago, and I can't figure out how they're able to file a suit this late. Isn't there statute limitations against? Yes, uh, you know, yes. Uh, it's just like a two-year thing. You got to file a civil suit in, right? Dog urine. Yeah, from the time that it's known, did they just found out last last year that uh, this, the dog damaged the carpeting? <sighs> well, you know what? I I just can't imagine Theo's going to pay a nickel on this one. None. I mean, it's a big inconvenience. He's going to have to, uh, you know, pay an attorney to go handle this crap down in Arizona. <laughs> Imagine there's some some Arizona attorney who will handle this for free if he could come to a few Cub games and sit in the, the nice box seats behind home plate. <laughs> well, <I don't> <laughs> or get the tickets so he can scalp them anyways. I don't know. Are Cubs tickets still going for a premium? Uh, uh, they are in that section. Oh, down in spring training. Well, You're no, talking about spring training. No, when they come back when they north. Come back. Yeah. But they sell out their spring training facility. Their spring training facility is like Disney World. Have you ever been one of those Uh, uh, games? I have. have. And, you know, by March and April, we're all housebound and tired of snow and ice. Everybody's running down to Arizona to watch baseball. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real fans are. And and while you're down, (laughs) there's not a lot to do in Arizona when you're there, actually. So if there's some good spring spring training games, you go. So I'm thinking, I'm saying Theo's not going to pay, write a check. The Cubs will give away some tickets, and uh, he the dog is going to live happily ever after. I feel I feel bad for the dog in this one. I, I do mean, too. He gets dra- he gets dragged into this. Yeah, you know he didn't pick his owner, right? His owner picked him. <laughs> you know, maybe 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 the uh, the, the Theo or whoever's ever taking care of the dog should have you know taken him out more often. You know, what you think hell? that's it? I think that's it. You get Theo's money. Theo's got the big dough, right? Yeah, real big dough. And I think you can afford a dog walker, don't you, Loop? Oh, Loop.
could afford a dog walker, just get some a dog up from a dog massager. A, right. I mean, like like four like four handlers yeah, you could at just, a time. You just walk into the clubhouse and go, hey, need somebody to walk the dog tomorrow. I, I'm guessing somebody who's really trying to make that baseball team might stick their hand up. Time to take a break, Paul. Coming back, we're going to talk about a Chicago police horse that gets knocked out. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. See you in a bit. I like me better and always. Oh, I like us better all the time. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLSAM 890, Popo Report on Saturday night. We like us better with you when I'm with you, right? Thank you, Paul. You're the best. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, not so in Philadelphia, huh? Oh, with the Smiths. So. The young lady is a power lifter, right? What'd she do with this young lady do? Well, she was, uh, I guess, maybe having some money issues, and uh, she decided to concoct uh, this grand scheme that she had cancer. Uh, you know, so, she, so so people started sending in donations uh, so that she could pay for her medical bills because you know if you get cancer, you got chemo, you've got to go to the you got a lot of stuff going on when you get cancer. There's a lot of money involved. You know, yeah. your 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 insurance. You know, is well, not if you're not a deadbeat and you really got insurance, and it's not too bad. It's not too bad, I guess. <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> the premium next year might be pretty bad, but uh, this young lady was raising money because lo and behold, she had cancer and she's very ill and. In between powerlifting massive tons of iron, she was raising money. She had got got on that GoFundMe account. I think she raised more than ten thousand dollars. Not not bad work if you can get it. But what happened, Loop? Of all people, her husband dimed her out. Oh, a little, little trouble in paradise, my friend. Yeah, Robert Spitz. <laughs> I guess, yeah, Robert Smith. He uh, he went over to the. Uh, how do you pronounce that, Paul? You, Euclon. Euclon Township. I'm sure a bunch in, of those letters in, in, are in silent. In Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> 35 miles west of Philly. She filed a report. Uh, he told authorities that, to the best of his knowledge, his wife does not have cancer. He, who would know better than him, right? I mean, you, you live with someone. You, 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 well, you, know, you see each other every day. You wouldn't know whether... You know, well, you've got a bad, a, a bad, uh, uh, a case of the cancer. That's right. And the word started leaking out, right? So the hate mail and the internet hating and gangstering starts. And what did Miss Smith do when all that happened? <laughs> she made the situation a little worse, I believe, didn't she? <laughs> what did, yeah, what did, did she do? Well, the genius goes to the police and she's filing a complaint about people accusing her of not having cancer. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> harassing me. That's right. The, yeah, I, uh, that's that's always funny when yeah people go to the police department and and, and you know you know they're harassing me over uh, text messages. That's uh, right. I don't emails. like this. They're picking on me. They're being mean to me, and I got cancer. So what the popo do? The popo did an investigation, didn't they? Loop. Yeah, uh, yeah. This lady's got a. Uh, she's under investigation for this, that, and the other. And uh, there's they a, their doctor. a sort of a tie. And yeah, you got to call the doc and confirm. Right. And she's, she's like, telling him, "I got the big tumor in my abdomen, and I, you know, it's big, a big mass, and I'm dying, and I'm chemo." And they call her doctor. And what the doc say, Loop? Huh? I'm not treating her for cancer. <laughs> I'm treating her for no. anemia. <laughs> no cancer. Cancer and anemia sort of don't jive together, yes, right? Yes. So. Uh, now she's in trouble, isn't she? She got her little butt indicted. Yeah. Death by deception. Oh, she might go to jail over this one. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Did she, she spend the money? <laughs> she raised more than 10000 Uh Yeah, theft by deception. I, uh, I, I can assure you her lawyer is going to want more money than that. I mean, how can you... Here, here, here's... I mean, this is, this is sort of elaborate. How can you uh, con 
people into thinking that you've got a double hip replacement, uh, <laughs> you got a rare heart condition, uh, uh, cancer-related hysterectomy. Um, she, she had a baseball-sized mass removed from her abdomen. I mean, this lady's sick, like mentally. I don't know. She just she's just running this game. Or she's man. just she's a genius. <laughs> she don't want to work. That's basically <clears throat> what it boils down to. I don't want to work for a living. It seems like more work than actually doing work. Well, most gangsters are tight hit, man. It's hard work out in this hood, okay? It's, it's like dope is not easy, all right? It's hard work uh, ripping people off. Huh? Yes, yes, it is. There's a lot of effort that goes into it. That's what I'm saying. Why not just, you know, do some actual work? Because it all looks easy on the outside, so you actually have to do it. And then it gets all complicated and messed up, and you find yourself working harder and, and harder. And you got to keep up the rules, yes, or else yes. you're gonna, or else you're gonna be yes. found out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What happened in our next story? A couple young people acting badly after a concert here. Well, say the very least. Yeah, Lollapalooza brought out the, uh, you know, the <laughs> little misdemeanors and felons. Hey, you can't park that animal over there. It's illegal. Well, you know, Belushi may have knocked out that horse in Blazing Saddles, but these young lads did not knock out the police horse, did they? Yeah, it, it, t it takes a little bit more uh, pounding to knock out a police horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kept, I'm guessing a couple light-in-the-ass lads from the concert half in the bag are not going to knock out a police horse. A couple hundred-pound kids are not going to do that. No, <laughs> but a core. But I mean, yeah, the story was uh, that they're breaking up. A, they're breaking up uh, a fight, breaking up a scuffle. The, the CPD right. mounted unit. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, one of the uh, one of the horses just got punched. But according to boots on the ground, one of these little punks just you know casually walks up to the uh, to the police officer and you know, kindly asks him, "Can I pet? Can I pet the horse? Can I touch the horse?" I'm not sure whether he was, you know, a little bit drunk or just an yeah. idiot or whatever, but the officer said, no, you can't do that. It's not allowed. And he asked again, well, why not? Can I please? He said, excuse me, no, sir. And he, then he goes and punches him after the third, after the second, no. <laughs> he didn't want to take no for an answer, not right? A good move, huh? Little, little lala punk. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I bet his bow was a little bit higher than a thousand bucks, <laughs> is my guess, okay, for punching the... Officer's horse. So it was more than just yeah, getting in the middle of a little you know teenage scuffle at Lala. These little punks actually, it was purposeful. Seventeen year old and a fifteen year old. Yeah. Well, that that is the lawyer employment act for the next several months down at Twenty Sixth Street. The yeah. lads' moms and dads are going to be writing big checks to resolve this one. Yeah, continue doing dumb stuff, you know. And there is a crime: teasing, striking, or tampering with a police animal. Right. Right. I, and I think a little bit of all three went out here, right? We did a little teasing, striking, and uh, tampering with the police animal. Who, who would have known there was a law in the books involving that? Anyway, it wasn't too bad. 31 people were arrested at the four-day fest, up from 12 arrests in 2018. It's oh. called employment security, Paul. Yeah, 116 ambulance transports down from 160. I guess the drugs were a little bit better this time around. Huh? I mean, after how many years you think they'd get that whole fencing situation down? I mean, uh, are you them. kidding me? I mean, <laughs> these kids are yeah. just jumping. I mean, they get all they get organized, right? And they just rush across Lakeshore Drive and just, you know, overwhelm the uh, the the uh, the bike units and the uh, and the uh, hey, the foot patrol. And they just overwhelm the horse guys there. That wouldn't be happening, okay? Where are the horse guys when all this is going on? I mean, Michigan it, Avenue yeah. going off for the dollies on Michigan Avenue. That's where oh, they're absolutely. at. Well, absolutely. And uh, I don't know if you saw a video of it, but so a group of kids were jumping the fence 
and they managed to get one kid with a prosthetic leg. He didn't get away because he wasn't fast <laughs> I'm glad enough. They caught somebody. It wasn't a bionic pr- prosthetic leg. Apparently, <laughs> they got him. Like I told you, if they had the horses down there, none of this would have happened. And the problem is, it's all kids down there. So the guys on the horses, there's no action with the kids, right? They know better. Now, if R. Kelly was in charge of the horse patrol, they'd all been down there. <laughs> R. Kelly wouldn't, wouldn't know what to do with himself if he was down there. There were too many teens down there for R. Kelly, right? Oh, my God. His head would have exploded. <laughs> That's right. But our, our horse guys are like, I'm not messing with them under 18s. I'm down on Michigan Avenue where the money is, okay? I mean, seriously, you could one one kick from the from a horse and you're done. Oh, man. Are they back into you? There's there's, there's too much it's liability. Big, I mean, stupid animals, man. They hurt. You've got 30 kids rushing at, at a mountie unit? I mean, oh. these, these horses are going to freak out. Yeah, and they're going to bite you too, man. <laughs> they're gonna, and they got they're gonna big, big ass teeth on them horses. <laughs> it's right? just they not going to swatch you with their, with, their, uh, with their tail. You're going to get stomped. Yeah, man. you're going to get pooped on too, maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah, you do not want to mess with a that horse. Been a sl- hey, you got a slip and fall case right there. Yeah. <laughs> you got a 1,500 pound animal doing a dance on you. It's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> no. But yeah, I'm actually glad Lala's done. It's such a It's a rough like four or five days. Does the city make money on it? I mean, what? They have to. They have to. They better. They do. They should. I mean, this is, it's just a, it's insanity every year. On top of the tourism dollars, the local dollars, I mean, there's so many kids coming in from, from everywhere. I mean, it's, it's a huge event. It's, it's, it's kind of cool, but it does tend to get out of hand. All right, Paul, so much crime, so little time. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we have that off-duty Chicago police officer who was clowning around in Boys Town. I wonder what happened to her. All right, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report. We'll see. Ah, we're back, Chicago. Lupe Choir, Paul Cialino on WLS AM 890 Saturday night. Chicago Popo Report. And uh, you might guess by the intro, we've got a clown-related story, my friend. What is it? Another popo acting badly. Uh, Karina Salgado, age 30. What did Karina do? She's not necessarily young either. Like I said, after you hit tw- after 25, <laughs> you're pretty much accountable, okay? Before 25, you know, you're, you're prone to impulse. You do but, some stupid, stupid things. But after 25, according to the uh, insurance companies, come on. Yeah, well, she's baby. She's only been on the job two years. Which saves her from an immediate dismissal. Well, yeah, she got lucky after 18 months. Yeah, yeah. you need your 18 months and then you're... you're, (laughs) I got a feeling, though, she's got some problems with keeping the job. You can do pretty much anything but kill somebody Uh, and stay on the job. Listen, by virtue of the fact that she acted up in Chicago and managed to get arrested by guys from her own police department, that says something because... We we are known for forgiving all manner of sins if you're on the job. This could have been easily forgiven, but what did Miss Salgado do? Ah, uh, this is where it gets dicey for her, doesn't it? She was dressed up as a Pennywise. <laughs> well, and please explain to our audience, like me, who that might be. That's murderous, scary clown. <laughs> <She's> just, <laughs> I saw I saw a picture of her. Yeah, not a good look for anyone. Not a good look for anyone now. What do we like to see females dressed up in Halloween, Luke? What's our preference? Anything that's very revealing. Yeah, we don't care about the clown forget thing, the, okay? Forget the makeup as long as it's very revealing. Yes. It accentuates your positives. Yes, yes. Usually involving but she high chose heels. not to do that. No, no, no. She's in uh, in full clown regalia and she makeup. Dr- she was drunk, a slightly drunk. intoxicated. Is there anything uh, worse than a, a drunk, drunk Pennywise? Clown. <laughs> a drunk clown. Oh, I see. <laughs> 
It's uh, drunk clowns are the best. They get into the worst trouble. <laughs> I assume eventually we're going to get to what she exactly did or is accused of doing. So she was trying to get into uh, one of the uh, Boys Town uh, bars slash nightclubs. This is what around what right after midnight? One around yeah, one in the morning. Yeah, we know the Popo report advice. Nothing good happening after midnight. Why wouldn't they let her in? I mean, uh, maybe I a little bit too drunk. Maybe acting, acting up at up. the door. Like, here's my badge. I'm not paying that stupid cover charge. I'm not sure if well, eh, maybe it was maybe it was lines. that maybe you know just maybe just she's just way too intoxicated to come into the establishment because there are certain limits. Yeah, maybe the bouncers didn't like her costume or her. Maybe because you know they they've exceeded the uh, the female to male ratio in that bar. As a former professional bartender and establishes because you know it's probably a gay such bar. As this. We have too many girls in boys in here. Town, right? Yeah, we got too many chicks in here <laughs> too now. Many okay, chicks go in find here. one of your bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, she didn't like that, man. No, she did not like that, right? Because now, now it gets a little ugly with the people at the door. I mean, how would you feel if you got turned away at the bar and you're in your you're in your best outfit? You know, Halloween. You're dressed up as Pennywise. You think you look good. Your friends are there. You know. You're all ready to get get it going for the next five hours, and then you get turned away. Wouldn't you get upset? I got to tell bit. you, she she never in her wildest dreams thought she'd be the subject of a major radio show on a major radio station <laughs> for a non-job-related activity. We're hitting this one hard. Oh, I know we are. She's, because she's brought discredit to the police department, uh, oh, to herself. About now, her phone is ringing, my friend, because all her colleagues are calling her. Are you kidding me? I mean, you've got to have, you got to, you can't act up. I mean, no matter how drunk and stupid you get, you know, you're at a bar. Maintain some kind of decorum, some kind of, you know. Uh, she didn't even get into the bar to do it. It's all happened. It's all outside. Yes. Yes. This is bad. <laughs> so not only did she get upset because she wasn't let into the bar, what happened after that? Oh, a lot of bad things happened because the the real popo who are working got called. The working popo got called. You know, they're like, man, I got to work tonight. I'd rather be out there drinking with my boys and having fun and hey, and talking to babes. Charlie's here. And now right? we got. We, now what's going on with what's going on with Pennywise over here? Drunk <laughs> Pennywise at, at at two in, at one in the morning. We got to deal with her. He's got a badge and a nine on her hip. Okay, what, what are we gonna do with her? She probably. She, you think she's like? Do you know who I am? Oh, I was like, oh you know, she God. pulled that card when they're drinking. That usually the. First or second thing that comes out of their mouth. Oh my God! Hey, so what does she wind up? What does our young officer wind up getting arrested for? So she became aggressive and uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> she started fighting a- with the popo. Struck <laughs> struck one of them in the face. Oh, with an o- that was it. With an open hand. Oh, so in other words, slap. it was a slap. Oh my! God. I wonder if it's a male or female officer she slapped in the face. Uh, I, I tell you what, down I, there in Boys Town at that beat, yeah. uh, it's probably a male. I mean, you got to. Oh, yeah, you think? Yeah, I would think. I'm guessing the fight was on at that point. Yeah. Some of the handcuffs are coming out. There's going to be no pass tonight, young lady. But, I mean, you think she told... Well, this is... They probably found out after she was uh, handcuffed and uh, thrown in the... uh, Thrown in the back of the squad car that she was a uh, two-year veteran of the Chicago Police Department. Yeah, but she didn't exactly (laughs) have a... She didn't exactly have a big job, did she? Police officer. Yeah, yeah, she's not. She's no superintendent. She's no uh, deputy you, chief. She's, she's not she's even no a sergeant. patrolman, okay? She's got one of those jobs where they put people they don't like. Well, now she does. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, they threw her. They threw into a callback. ARS, yeah. pending yeah. investigation. 
That's what happens, people. When you get in trouble, they'll throw you in callback. That's where. That, that's a problem. So when when you call nine when when you call three one one, it's a non emergency call. That's where she's stuck. <laughs> And uh, so, folks, when you call the three one one number, ask if you're speaking. What's the clown's name? Miss Salgado. No, no, can, not the, oh Pennywise. Can we? Can hey, we so, yeah, <laughs> talk to Pennywise, okay? Pennywise might understand my angst on this phone call right now because she's been there, right? She's in there right now. She's stuck in. She's stuck in <laughs> no, callback. I mean, she's gonna that when you're calling, uh-huh. right? You're gonna say Pennywise will understand why I'm calling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. She, I'm she sorry. will be sympathetic to my my problem. But these are these are non-emergency calls, though. Yeah, because she has experienced similar problems, like being handcuffed and arrested. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So she might like, I want to talk to Pennywise. Folks, if you're calling 311, please ask for Pennywise. Uh, the clown. I.e., for example, Miss Salgado. Yeah, because I can tell you right now, almost every anyone that answers that phone is going to know who that is. <laughs> and they may put you through. So yeah, she was she's been reassigned to the department's alternate response section, in which staffers field non-emergency calls and determine whether to send field officers or make a police report over the phone. So she's going to make a police report for you over the phone now, uh, pending discharge or pending further uh, police action. I mean, she she's got a charge. Are you kidding me? Battery. Yes. Resisting arrest. So what happens to her? Do, uh, what do you think? Tell, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. If there's security tape of all this, this is going to be a problem. Oh, I would love to see that. You kidding me? You're on the street in Boys Town. There's got to be t- tons of cameras around. I, I want the Freedom of Information request. We should run that one. We, do, okay? we should. We just go down to Charlie's and see if they'll give us a copy. Let's do it. We could uh, maybe there's some audio. No, you can't have audio tape on security tape. No, yeah, there's no it's audio. Against the laws, two party consent. Here, Stay. listen. I'm sure there's someone here. We got to put it out there. Someone, someone out there has a recording. Okay, yes. On their, on their you iPhone, their cell phone? on yes. their cell phone. There's got to be some some lucky soul out there. Pennywise fighting with the popo is going to be on somebody's cell phone. Yeah, guarantee it for sure. Right, Pennywise stuck in ARS. <laughs> We discredit to the police department. We could do Pennywise stories, folks, till next Halloween. She's only lucky she's still on the job because she's post 18 months. Yes. Okay, no longer yeah. probationary police officer. Listen, people, let's act accordingly, okay? And, and Ringling Brothers is out of business, so I guess she, that option's not available to her. Yeah, she, probably not. <laughs> what time is it, my friend? It's time for happy ending time. Time uh, for checkoff. You've been waiting to do this story all night, haven't you? Oh, yeah. So I'm uh, looped. It's a great Give us story. Happy ending. It's a Tell great us. story, Paul. We got you know Trump. He's he presents uh, medals to Ohio mass shooting responders. Hey, uh, Medal Dayton. of Valor. Yeah. Let me tell you, those guys deserve medals, right? Exactly. Nation's Dayton. highest award for public safety. They, and they saved a lot of lives that night, taking out the bad guy. He also recognized five civilians down in uh, uh, El Paso for that Walmart shooting. Yeah, yeah. That. Let me tell you, nice thing to do, right? Absolutely. We like that. Yeah, but I got a feeling there's going to be a hook here. <laughs> what did our president do? But our shirt-fingered Bulgarian awarded the Medal of Valor to six law enforcement officials in a ceremony to which Republican Ohio state officials were invited, but not Dayton's Democratic mayor, Paul. What's up with that? I, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you what's up with that. The mayor shoot anybody? She she draw leather, man? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been the right thing to do, Paul. You know. Whaley told the Toledo Blade that the White House had rejected a request to attend the event. According to Whaley, a White House official told her senior staffer 
It's not going to work out this time, Mayor. As a response, what did Whaley do? She what called she Trump a bully and a coward. That that's the best she can do? That's the best she can do. <laughs> and that's the best we're going to do, Paul. And that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. It's been great. Thank you. We'll see you next week.